The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host John DePietro. All right, here we go, folks. Welcome. The power hour has arrived. One at all. It is I, it is Juan. The John DePietro program weekdays we start at 11. We go until 2. And it's right here. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online. Go to DePietro.com. This portion of our program is brought to you by, by, um, by K's. Remember, whether it's lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge, stop by K's. Always a friendly face. They are waiting for you. I love K's. It's always a good vibe. They have delicious steak sandwiches. They have the best pastrami sandwiches. Also, um, well, lobster, and I love the roast turkey there, but it's just uh, fantastic. Folks, we're going to open things up a little bit. I want to um, say good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Now, I, as I like to remind people, there's no shortage of ways that you can listen to the program. And you can uh, listen if you go to DePetro.com. Now, when you get in your car, make sure you plug in AM 1380. That is the strongest signal. It is true. There is, in fact, a 99.9 FM. But the strongest signal is still AM 1380. Just plug that in on your car. Or if you go to DePetro.com, you can listen live that way. There's uh, Good Afternoon, my friend Louise. That's right. Friends for almost 30 years. There's Dave Markberry. There's uh, Ryan. Um... Let's see. Get those. That's right. That's right, Dennis. Get them. Mold is black. It's true. Uh, there is no mold. Do you see that in the photos? There's no mold. No mold at all. John the Roofer. There's Kevin. Where was the mold? Do you see that? I was showing that with the... Um... That's right. DJD on the air with JD. Thank you, Louise. How about that? Doesn't she sound great? Let me see some thumbs up. I think Donna Perry is... Uh, you know, the segment gets is so popular. Folks, you can tell. You know, this is, um, this is what it's like. We're obviously very tight family members. And when we um, get together, just chatting on the phone, we, we talk politics and it's always enjoyable. And my sister's always a knowledgeable. My sister, one thing I'll say about Donna Perry, number one, she's by far the best one on Lively. I don't know why Hummel just doesn't make her a permanent uh, person on the program. I have no idea, but that's right. Dennis Warburton. Dennis, she would bring us snacks and drinks and lemonade out in the uh, patio and be playing the, uh, the different baseball games. But anyhow, um, but knowledgeable. I like people that either, you know, they bring a perspective that I don't think of or, in fact, they just you can just have a real conversation and they, they just bring things to your attention. So I, it's a very, very popular. Um, and we have a good guess in that way. But I I can't stress enough. You know, I'll, I'll show the Channel 12 story. I don't see any mold. And and if um, let's see, John, the roofer, would you if there's anyone listening right now that would know. This business that they had to tear up everything because there's one small section. Make no mistake about it. They're making this seem like, oh, this is legit. This is bad. We had to do everything, throw everything out. And for those that missed the story, Channel 12 got tipped off that at the Rhode Island State House, they were throwing some things out in a dumpster. And the state police even showed up. And Target 12 got access to the office after the state police inspection. And the, uh, the, it happens to be this office where they, they want to try to get access to the records of Mattiello, the Mattiello crime family, and this Frank Montanaro. So, 
Channel 12 gets tipped off that people are throwing things into a dumpster at the state house at 9 o'clock at night because that happens all the time. Not, talk about nothing to see here, folks. Oh, you know, just some. Hey, I have a question. What you know? And, and seriously, when's number one? If you stand near the state house, here's the thing: whether it be uh, the state house or any state office, next time you have a little time to kill, go over there and stand there near the door, right around either five minutes of four or or four twenty-five, depending on if they get out at four or four thirty. Uh, and then it, it, it's almost like when you see, like, on the Discovery Channel, right, those, the, uh, like, the, the buffalo stampede. <laughs> of the, it, it is like, make sure you don't get knocked over because people are, boom. And, and let alone, not long ago, back in the fall, I went to the courthouse at 3.30 to try to get a copy of something. And the woman said, well, the only thing is, can you come back tomorrow? And I said, why, why do I have to come back tomorrow, madam? Um, I'm trying to be polite here. I'd like to get a copy of, of a certain thing. And I had it written down when I was looking to get. And she said, it's just the office closes at 4. I said, I, I recognize that, but it's 3.30. I think it was actually even 3.25. She said, I know, but at this time, we start getting ready to leave. And what that means is no one's doing anything. They're all just sitting around. And I stopped for a moment. I was polite. I didn't raise my voice. I said, I would prefer to get the information right now. Can I get this information tomorrow? Can you come back tomorrow? You're open. Again, I'm trying to be polite here. You're open. It's not four o'clock. It's not five of. It's not two minutes of. It's 325. And actually now it's 327 because now we've been talking for two minutes. It's just we're getting ready. to. What do you mean you're getting ready to leave? Getting ready to leave is at 4 o'clock when the day is done, and then you go and you put your coat on. No, they're all, like, already sitting, like, holding their coats, ready to go. I mean, insanity. Um, how about, like, when the plane, you know, pulls in, and then the people immediately unbuckle, and they get the stuff from the pins, and then they're standing in the aisle of the plane, ready to disembark the plane. I mean, that's what it's like for the state office. (laughs) This was the court. But make no mistake about it. Now, I want to play the Channel 12 report. And what you need to understand, whoever it is, whatever your political background is, first of all, I don't see the mold. And they tear the whole office apart. And what does that do? We have to relocate people. And I, I don't believe that. There's no coincidence here. So they don't want the workers there. And now there's going to be confusion as what happened to some of the files. I received information that Frank Montanaro was seen going in and out of the state house over the weekend removing documents. And then now, what if they ask for documents? We need to come up with something. Let's say there was a problem with mold. We have to get everybody out of here. We have to relocate the workers. Uh, but we don't want to make a big deal about it. We want to just have this in our pocket. So wait till nighttime. And then we can start sto- throwing the stuff in the dumpster. If there was a mold problem and they needed to throw this stuff out, why wasn't it done during regular work hours? Because they're not in session yesterday. They're not in session on Monday nights. Who were the workers that were staying until 9 o'clock at night to throw things into the dumpster? Now, the state police did not find any Mattiello Montanaro documents in the dumpster. What does that tell you? They didn't. Because I don't believe they would be so careless as to throw it in with everything else. 
I believe the documents are either already destroyed or they're somewhere else. 401-766-1380. I mentioned a short time ago about Hillary Clinton. And every time I keep thinking, all right, now Iowa's coming, New Hampshire, Super Tuesday, apparently she's not going to run. Why would you give this type of interview? Let me just play. I see uh, some sound of Hillary. I know that you're not running, but do you ever feel the urge that, like, I could beat him if I were? Or, like, I wish I could you go? Know. Yeah, I, I, I certainly feel the urge because I, I feel like the 2016 election was um, really an odd uh, no, it wasn't. An odd time nope, nope, and an odd lost. outcome. And the more we learn, the more that seems to be the case. No. But I'm going to support the people who are running now and do everything I can to help elect uh, All right. Democratic. So I'm glad I heard that because the headline says she has the urge to defeat the president. But actually, she's been saying, in fact, that, um, you know, what I don't understand is, um, and I hate to point fingers, but I'm looking at Channel 12. Keep in mind, Tim White keeps breaking the story regarding the convention center and now the investigation into Mattiello. Um, this community, this town, this market, this area works best when you have an engaged... Whoa. How about this? The husband, a strange husband of the missing Connecticut mother is dead? What? Let me see that. I'm seeing on Channel 10. Fotis Dulos, the estranged husband, has died... According to a news outlet, a parent suicided his home in Farmington, Connecticut. His lawyer confirmed his death. Wow. This was the high bail, and then he was arrested tampering with evidence. Now they're saying he killed himself? I don't know. This guy's slippery. Check the body on that one. Um, but I'm just looking at the Channel 10 news feed, and... I don't see anything on. I mean, are they sitting out the convention center story? Are they sitting this one out because Channel 12 broke it? There's still a lot of lot to go around. Are they not doing anything on the convention center? See, this happens sometimes. News outlets become territorial. Well, we didn't break it. That's Tim's story. So now they're not doing anything? Listen, this is going to be the downfall of the speaker, the most powerful person. He's going down. There's no doubt in my mind. He's not escaping this one. He's escaped a few things in the past. He's not escaping this time. And I have no sympathy, by the way, obviously. What, are you kidding me? Talk about the Mattiello crime family. Sources. Fotis Dulos being transported to hospital after being found responsive. Now they're saying he's dead. That was that guy in uh, New Canaan, Connecticut. accused of killing the wife. Wow. Well, that's a big development. Now, he was at home. He was at home, so it's not another Jeffrey Epstein thing. Uh, but I don't understand, and I have not checked. I don't always check. For some reason, ABC6, they're very nice people, but boy, they don't update their website a lot, which I don't understand why. Um, but I'm checking right now, and they they do not update their website a lot. Nope, they don't. All right, 766-1380. I want to play a sound of, though, because it was the 75th anniversary of Auschwitz. And as far as those, um, the liberation of Auschwitz. 
And I saw a piece this morning with a man that's a survivor of Auschwitz. And it's very, very, um, well, it's very, very powerful, as you can imagine. And it was on the Today Show. Harry Smith did the story. Just listen to this. If you think, you know, this is for all of the snowflakes, right, and all the people that think they have problems, um, they need to listen to this story. Do you know 66% of millennials don't even know what Auschwitz is? Also, more than a third of adults, more than a third of adults in America, if you say the term Auschwitz, they don't even know what it is. That is sad. That is pathetic. These people literally lived hell on earth. This man, what an incredible story of the human spirit and survival. Listen to his story that, again, was brought out in the Today Show. I'm going to play it for you right now. I saw it this morning and I was taken by a memorial about the liberation of the Auschwitz concentration camp. Mm. And to be there with a survivor, you realize that this was no camp. This was not even a, a camp to imprison Jews. This was a place to put Jews to death. Mm. A 92-year-old man makes his way past a crowd of tourists because he wants a picture at the gates of Auschwitz. Listen to this. His name is Aaron Krell. His story must be told. To really believe that I went through it, it's unbelievable. When Germany invaded Poland in 1939, Polish Jews were herded into ghettos. The Lodz ghetto was a slave labor camp where Krell and his fellow prisoners made materials for the German war effort. If you wanted to get rations, you had to work. And we started working since the age of eight Food was very scarce, sickness was very rampant. Later it became so common that when you saw dead people on the street, didn't even stop. Think of that. Krell guesses he was 11 or 12 when he and his family were sent there. Four and a half years later, as Soviet troops marched toward Poland, the Jews of Lodz were sent to Auschwitz. A trip that usually takes, I would say, five hours took us about close to eight days. Oh, my People God. died. No, no air, no food. Oh. You can't even explain it. The train finally stops Jeez, at the death train. camp. And then you have dogs barking, four-legged dogs barking, and two-legged dogs barking louder in those uniforms. It was pandemonium. To describe hell, hell is number two. Oh. Arrival in Auschwitz is definitely number one. A greeting committee of horror led by one man in particular. Now I remember that the guy standing and smiling was Mengele. Oh. Mengele. The angel of death, evil, a human monster who conducted excruciating experiments on the prisoners, especially children, twins. He was always at the transports right there. They were separating men and women and then children. And then they were grabbing the babies from their mother's arms and throwing them like ragdolls uh, on a heap. God. As we got off the cattle cars, my mother was taken away and I have never seen her since. You have no idea. No idea. Terrible. Krell and the other young men were separated too. And then we marched into a place where they tattooed us. Nothing to be ashamed He's of. Got the they should be ashamed of. So the guys 
said to you, well, at least you're going to live. So he didn't know what it means. What do you mean, at least you're going to live? Aaron Krell had no way of knowing beforehand about the gas chambers and crematorium. They said to you, can you smell the air? This is where all your family is coming out. Ah, More than a million God. Jews were murdered at Auschwitz. Terrible. As were political prisoners and Roma, gypsies. What was day-to-day -day life like for you? It's not living. It's really what you would say existing. Looking for the next day or the next hour. Not to be punished for any little distraction. They used to take the number. In the morning when they had the assembly, they called out your number. Never to be seen again. It's probably one of the worst things that could be done to a human being. Recently, the Claims Conference did a survey about Holocaust knowledge. Listen to this. And we found in the United States, 41% of American adults didn't know what Auschwitz was. Oh, my Couldn't God. Couldn't identify it. 41%. 41% of adults. Even more disturbing, 66% of millennials. Oh. We have to tell their stories. We God. have to take on the responsibility to carry on the stories and the lessons that they need to share with us. Do you still think about this? I can't forget it. When I take a shower in the morning, I'm being reminded of it, of the tattoo. Thinking about it, I try not to. I have enough nightmares that keep me uh, awake and started screaming and my wife has to push me over, wake me up. Still. Still, yes. As the Soviets neared and Auschwitz shut down, Krell was sent to other camps and against incredible odds, survived. I'll never forget and I'll never forget. There's one thing I learned, you can't hate because hatred is, it's a, very, it's a burden. How is your heart not broken? Well, if it's broken, it's not shown from, from the outside, but it's probably broken on the inside. Now to continue living, you have to like it, push it in the back of your mind and not think of it every day. Otherwise, you couldn't survive. You couldn't live with yourself. And that's the truth. Talk about an indomitable speed. Huh. Unreal, folks. You just think of, and again, good afternoon, it's John DePietro. Think of some of the things that people complain about today. How about you show up at the camp? Eight days, should have been five hours on a train. Now, five hours from here, if you got on a train, would be Philadelphia, right? That's about five hours. New York is three. Philly, four and a half, maybe five hours. Eight days on the train. Imagine you're walking on the streets and there's dead people and it just starts to become like no big deal. But they arrive at the camp. Any small young children are just thrown on the heap. Now that reminds me of, you know, what we went through last year with the progressive movement at the state house. Mayor Alorza, Gail Golden, that Bridget Valatier, Justin Caldwell, all of them preaching, Governor Armando demanding that the state have, you know, the extreme abortion, uh, abortion up until birth, even post-birth. That governor of um, Virginia uh, advocating for infanticide. I mean, look at maybe people like that. You, you hear him describe it. And then you think of that Governor Nordstrom describing, oh, don't worry, after the birth, you know, the infant is kept comfortable.
and then uh, and then the doctor and the mother have a quick conference and decide whether or not they want to go ahead. So, um, yeah, ridiculous. Let's see. In fairness, hot documents are probably very prone to moldiness. Because, yeah. Terrible. But the... I want to play again. Channel 12. Um, this is absolutely... If anyone thinks it's a coincidence, you know, how many coincidences are, are people going to believe? So we're supposed to believe it was a coincidence that this audit was leveled at the convention center. On December 23rd, video shows state police respond to the state house out of abundance of caution. Tip documents may have been improperly removed. Went inside, searched a dumpster outside. Um, everything's a coincidence with this Mattiello crowd, right? He is just Sergeant Schultz. So we're supposed to believe it was just a coincidence that, that an audit was issued on December 23rd. And then it's just a coincidence that his uh, buddy, Jim Demers, happens to be the one that's at the center of the whole thing. And then it's another coincidence that they, uh, the office of the JCLS gets molded and they're throwing the it state out. House. There's one detective spotted looking through a dumpster. At Target 12 reporting, the state police had received a tip that some documents may have been improperly removed. Well, new overnight, a state house spokesperson is denying that, instead pointing to a different problem at the state house, one that prompted an office to be evacuated. Brandon Truitt tracking the story for us this morning. He is live at the state house. Patrick Danielle, good morning. That different problem said to be mold. In fact, a spokesperson with the State House telling us an employee discovered black mold under her desk last week, adding a steam leak is to blame. Now, this all happened at the uh, Joint Committee on Legislative Services, better known as JCLS. It's the administrative branch of the House. A spokesperson says the mold was so bad, the office had to be evacuated just yesterday. He had carpet was ripped out, furniture partitions also tossed. Nonetheless, state police spent more than an hour searching in and out of the state house, called in for a report that documents may have been improperly dumped. Law enforcement sources telling Target 12, so far, there is no indication anything was missing. New this morning, though, that statement from the house spokesperson reading in part, quote, all the employees were relocated while the repair work is being undertaken. The Department of Administration, which is in charge of the building maintenance, is supervising the project and is coordinating the effort. He went on to say that no JCLS documents were destroyed or put in the dumpster. Now, all of this comes less than a week after the convention center asked the Rhode Island State Police to look into the House Speaker's office for an audit. And when coming up in about 30 minutes or so, we'll have the governor's take on that audit, which has since been canceled. Live in Providence, Brandon Truitt, Eyewitness News. You know, think of one of the, um, and again, good afternoon, folks. It's John DePietro. Uh, 401-766-1380. Let's just, let's just do the, um, the what are the odds. Think of all of the different state offices, right? How many state offices are there? You have everything with the Department of Administration, anything that is state properly. You have uh, all the offices at the state house, all at the building across the street, the DOA, Department of Administration. And you have all of these things. And then... You have, like, countless offices in the Pastore complex. So the state has offices everywhere. What are the odds 
that weird is a mold problem, allegedly. And in, by the way, in the entire state house, they just had a, a bunch of work done within the chamber and everything else. So you have the entire state house. What are the odds? We're to believe that somehow the office that has emerged under scrutiny, this JCLS, right, the Joint Legislative Committee Service, that somehow that office has a mold problem out of all the offices. By the way, think of state, state offices now. State police fall under that, everything. That office at the state house has mold. And they have to rip out the entire office. And now the whole thing is thrown off. And then I, I find it absolutely impossible. Yeah. Who was the mold remediation company? Did they have one? I don't, I don't think they had one. Who says there was mold? Oh, Larry Berman does. Oh, okay. Yeah, just out of nowhere. Just sheer. Everything's a coincidence. Everything's a coincidence with this crowd. I, I just, I don't believe them. I don't believe them in any way. I want to play, uh, so then Tim White, boy, I love the fact that Channel 12, then they go up and they're doing a tour. And it kind of um, reminds me, when you look at the GCLO's office, it reminds me of, uh, you know, those of you that have watched Breaking Bad, when Walt and Jesse, they then come up with the new way that they're uh, cooking, which is at the, the last season or right around there where they would take over a house and they'd say that it needs to be exterminated. And then they would uh, set up everything and then they'd kind of cook inside the house so they were always moving around. Uh, I'm going to play Tim White to their credit. They went up to the state house and they were able to get access to the office. And again, it, it certainly looks like something, but is this all really necessary? You had to rip apart the entire thing. Here it is. I don't believe that. That documents from this office were being improperly disposed of. But a spokesperson for the House Speaker, Nicholas Mattiello, says that's not the case at all. They had a mold problem in this office and they had to tear it apart and uh, throw away some furniture and things in the, um, into the dumpster, but no documents. Let me just show you real quick what they say is the cause of all the problems. And that's in this room. They had to tear open the floor. They say a steam pipe burst, and that caused the floors to get wet. I don't see and any that mold. mold um, had developed there. And that's why they're trying to clear out this There's office no and clean things up. They've relocated seven people Where's into the mold? Uh, another office. Look, the timing of this uh, is a tough one because the Rhode Island Convention Center had asked the state police to look into an audit that the speaker had ordered of the convention center. So there were concerns that whatever was going on in here might be related to that. But again, spokesperson says, as you can see, this is all about a mold problem they had here. Uh, we're going to be doing some interviews and we'll be updating the story. So stick right here to WPRI. So the whole state house is fine. One office has supposedly a mold problem. And by the way, there's no water. They don't even have a sink there. One office has a mold problem. We're supposed to believe that. 766-1388. Let me just check some... Um, I want to just check some different uh, accounts. See if there's any update. No, there's not. Um, one office has supposedly has a mold problem. One. I don't believe that. No, I believe that they removed the records already, and then this is how they are trying to 
this is how they're trying to um, get around it of of how they where are the records oh the records are a mess and the records are all over the place and blah 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 boy uh, channel 12 is actually crushing NBC 10 right now let me just go with uh, the channel channel 10 Twitter feed I mean nothing the state police are at the state house investigating the speaker of the house and channel 10 doesn't even send a camera crew is that because it doesn't fit Studio 10 or whatever the blank that show is? The, the Channel 10 version of the road show? Is that what it's supposed to be? Yeah, because that's so important. We need, you know what? I was just saying to someone the other day, I don't know why we don't have another local show where they uh, share different recipes and everything. That's what we really need. <laughs> I don't understand it. You know, I was just saying. It's one thing that you have the Speaker of the House right now under investigation by the Rhode Island State Police. But the most important thing we need right now from the news and from Channel 10 is we need to learn about fun things to do this weekend. (laughs) My God. Oh, I don't know. Maybe find some news. How about you send a camera crew up? I mean, this is an absolute complete whooping at this point. Let me just check. I don't understand. They have the I-team, right? Um, they have the I-team. You don't just remove mold. <laughs> oh, they're removing the mold. Yeah. Okay. I suppose. That's a hell of a coincidence. You find... Um, the... the I, I don't believe them. And, and nothing new. Let's see, Park have anything? All right, Channel 10, Convention Center Authority requests formal investigation by the Rhode Island State Police. Let me play their story. All right, at least they're on it. I didn't see it on their website, but I certainly have the story. No audio? No audio? Just that? Huh. Who is, uh, I don't know who this reporter is. No audio? Matthew Stevens, NBC 10 News. All right. So we're not going with audio. I guess that's reasonable. Um, please save me on the Patricia Morgan foolishness. I can't even listen to that. It has nothing to do with it. Well, as I said, Tim White, to his credit, they broke the story. And they are running with it. And it's a big story. And I can tell you that the Mattiello crime family, they are um, obviously very, very unnerved about the whole thing. But I was told that, and they need to get footage. Let's see. You don't just remove mold. Uh, if you have to remove mold, concentrate before any black mold removal concerning more than a four a few square feet. Uh, extensive water damage, take special precautions. Uh, you want to not only avoid contaminating the rest, protect yourself, wear old clothes, special blah, 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 old box fan. Um, turn off your furnace, moisture damage lot, go hand in hand. Um, but that, that is true. But again, it's they're claiming that there was mold. See, this is one of those things that, I mean, people, they, they know. They know, like, what do you come up with in order to get rid of something like that? And one of the things that they are aware of, I believe, 
is uh, you just come up with this mold thing. Because then that would explain why. Why else would you need to throw everything out? You need to have a disruption in the office. And what do you come up with? Uh, we have a mold problem. We have to throw everything out. You're not going to set the place on fire. And once you start ripping it up, who's to say, where's the mold? Now, the other story, I just, I have to bring it. City plans 75 miles of bike-friendly routes. The City Department of Planning and Development, this is the City of Providence, unveiled the final version of its plan to make city streets more welcoming to people using bikes. People, here's Mayor Alorza, people have to stop driving cars. We are going to lead the planet with, on uh, climate, the war and climate change. The Great Streets Initiative was announced in draft. 75 miles of projects. The plan is to guide to build a city that is only ridden around by bikes. The project includes two-way bike lanes, allows cyclists to travel in opposite directions on one side of the road. So you have Blackstone Boulevard, East Bike Pathway. Uh, some of the other streets are major, major streets. So they're saying it's $20 million. They think it could actually be more, uh, much more than that. $20 million has been secured to implement the project. The city hasn't estimated the cost of the full plan. But $20 million has been secured to implement 35 miles. Now, if it's 75 miles, double, you know, do the math. So it's like a $50 million project. So they want to do Oneyville Square, uh, Gano Street. Um, let's see. I saw it on, uh, I, a lot on the east side, which you already have a traffic problem anyway. And now it's going to be more of a problem. And I did see a quote from, I think, a city council person that said, listen, I like to ride my bike. And what do I do? I put my bike on my car and I ride to the bike path. And that's where I ride my bike. But not Mayor Alorza. The cities around the world are becoming friendlier to cyclists. It's time for Providence to follow suit. Alorza said, listen, the world's changing. We need to have more bikes. We have to stop people from riding in cars in the city. How are you going to do that with children? How are you going to do that with elderly? Aren't we moving to electric cars? Why do we have to stop riding around in a car? What about right now in the wintertime? We're moving forward, so we're not going to use cars. Does that make sense to anyone? He doesn't have the money for this. 75 miles of bike-friendly route. This is the mayor of the capital city, Mayor Alorza. Where's the money come from? Great streets initiative. As if they don't have enough traffic problems on some of these streets. It's going to help residents who don't use cars get around safely. How many people are not using cars? You know, when I'm in and out of Providence and I see some of these uh, bike paths, I never seen anyone in them. They're all empty. I see cars, and sometimes now on certain streets you're backed up in traffic because there's no one, you know, that the traffic's backed up because the lanes have been shrunk. Instead of four lanes, instead of four lanes or two lanes, you're now just down to single lane. And I see an empty two-way bike path, and then you just see traffic sitting there. Isn't that worse for the environment, the climate, if in fact... Um, now cars are just sitting, sitting there, and they're just running their engine. Now, folks, another story to watch. Mattiello Ruggiero give, give in on medical marijuana regulations. 
the state's licensed medical marijuana growers breathing easier. House Speaker Nick Mattiello, Senate President Dominic Ruggiero backed off from legislation they proposed that the cultivators would have excluded, excluded them from vital new markets. Legislative leaders filed an amendment, removes the General Assembly from being the final arbiter of cannabis regulations, and returns to the table several proposed rules for the medical pot program that the two men objected to last week. Mattiel Ruggiero proposed lifting that restriction, saying the new dispensary should be allowed to grow their own medical marijuana. They said the objection centered less on the merits. Now, I am being told that the Senate is totally pulling out of the cannabis thing. Obviously, Mattiello wants this desperately. Mattiello and the Mattiello crime family, they are counting on cashing in and cashing in big time on the whole cannabis situation. They plan to make millions. But the clock is ticking. You have some people that were under the impression somehow they got the idea that they were going to be granted a license. So they've already started investing millions in this and nothing is happening with it. And they're starting to get impatient. They're starting to wonder what exactly is happening. How come? What's going on? How come we aren't giving the opportunity to get one of these licenses? So I think what, what is going on is the, the may, uh, speaker, he's really the one driving the uh, marijuana and the cannabis. He's looking the one to be the one to cash in on it. I believe he feels like let's just get it in motion and then we can always change it later on, right? But what's not happening is they don't want to have it just bogged down. And that's what's going on right now. All right, 401-766-1380, 401-766-1380. Hey, I want to remind you about MEGA Logistics, MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. If you have a business in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, you need MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, if you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, Custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. Call MEGA Logistics today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300. It's John DePietro, a lot more ahead, 766-1380, a lot more ahead on the John DePietro Show. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is a perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. All right, let's just say you would like to go see the Bruins or the Celtics or your favorite team or a big event. How are you going to get your tickets? You want great tickets. You want immortal seats. Call Michael today. He has an office right on Smith Street in North Providence, 888-933-SEAT, 888-933-7328, immortal seats. 
Now, I'm holding up on Facebook Live. The easiest thing to do is download their free app to your phone or tablet, Immortal Seats free app. And then you can see exactly all the events. Your first purchase through the app, type in promo code 30OFF, 30OFF, and it's $30 off the first first purchase when you use the free app for Immortal Seats. No fees. The price you see, that's the price you pay. You can see the view from the ticket. You can also sell your tickets through Immortal Seats. Whatever the event is, Motley Crue at Fenway Park, Taylor Swift at Gillette, Kenny Chesney at Gillette, or Celtics and Bruins. You want Immortal Seats. Call them, 888-933-SEAT. Look for them on Facebook and Instagram, Immortal Seats. They also, their website, it's ImmortalSeats.com. But the easiest thing to do is download their free app, Immortal Seats. Type in promo code 30OFF, 30OFF, and it's $30 off your first purchase through the app with Immortal Seats. Remember, with Immortal Seats, they're making great memories, one seat at a time. I'm on the road and my ride is going strong. At Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day with Rhode Island's only true one price on our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price guaranteed. And it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. Great selection, top-notch service, and the lowest one price only at Paul Massey. Well, remember... Maybe you, with your business, you need some workers. You need help. Maybe you need MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, MEGA professionals. What can they help you with? Maybe you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local drivers, which are sleep at home, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, or maybe it's... Maybe you need workers in the healthcare business. You need MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801. Folks, MEGA professionals, you can depend on them. You're busy trying to run your business and you just don't have the time. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers you need. 508-336-7801. On the Petro Show, this goes out to everybody listening at the State House. And now, in the mold, the end is near. Supposedly, and so I face. Hello to all the troopers listening. A real election. All the dumpster divers. My friends, I'm kind of scared that I could lose. Nothing is certain. I've knocked on all your doors Sometimes you'd hide When I was in your driveway And more, 
much more than this I did it that yellow's way Regrets I've had a few My friends who serve With bad intentions I pushed that toll bill through And saw it through Without much reflection I planned each foolish course And stepped on toes My way or the highway More than this, I did it that yellow way. Yes, there were times I'm sure you knew when I put bad legislation through and through it all. When indictments came out. Shut my mouth They didn't play ball But I stood tall And did it That yellow's way I've spent I've crafted lies My share of friends Losing their districts and now, as voters decide, my polls are down, can't believe I'm losing, to think I did all that, and may I say, not in a shy way, oh no, oh no not me. I did it Mattiello's way For what is a man Who has no luck I made the toes And now I'm stuck Here we go To say the things He truly feels Criminal at the prize And not the words Mattiello crime family Take him away and cuff. Frank's going down too. I stepped on a few toes and did it that yellow's way. Big finish coming up, folks. Again, state police at the state house going through dumpsters after seeing Mattiello crime family members throwing things away. tear to your eye, doesn't it? There is the crew at large, Tim Brooks. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by K's. Remember, whether it's lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge, stop by K's. Make sure you say hi to Danny in the kitchen, 
or Faye behind the bar. What a great staff. John and David run such a great operation. Jessica and Nicole and Kim and Alisa, Allison and Donna and Kathy. Hey, a, a, uh, a K's gift certificate always makes a great gift of any kind. And make sure you try either the lobster salad, which is delicious. The steak sandwiches are great. Pastrami. Stop in a case. They're waiting for you. All right, 766-1380-401-766-1380. You can email me. It's john at dipetro.com. John at dipetro.com. This portion of the John DePetro Show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you ever find yourself in an accident, if someone hits your car, call West Fountain, 401 401- 272-3340-401-272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. So the big story remains, and we're going to have updates coming up on petro.com. The big story remains now. Um, you had major developments last Friday when the Convention Center Authority, the Rhode Island Convention Center Authority, released a letter that they sent to the state police asking them to investigate extortion of Speaker Mattiello and Speaker of Crime Family, Frank Montanaro. You had Governor Amundo speaking out, saying, well, I'm going to leave it to the state police on what type of criminal behavior was involved with Speaker Mattiello. And then if anyone doubted how serious the state police are taking all of this, the state police, Rhode Island State Police, were given a tip that it was 9 o'clock at night and members of the Mattiello crime family were throwing Getting rid of things in a dumpster at the state house. Nine o'clock, dark of night. Did the state police make a phone call to someone? No. Did they ignore it? No. What did they do? Boom. Sent detectives over there immediately and tried to get a handle, filming what was being thrown away. What's this all about? Now, folks, you don't do that. You don't react in that way unless that, to me, just gives you an indication of just how serious this thing is. And how much it's heating up. And this is where the focus should be. For instance, there's another story. Um, The Wild Zebra Strip Club. Owner says any sex act at the strip club is simulated. The Wild Zebra does not tolerate prostitution and drug sales on the premises. But it does allow simulated sex acts. Going as the club owner, he testified at a license hearing. Now, I'm not saying this type of police work isn't important. But... Like this real crime going on, and it's not necessarily going on within some of these establishment gym, uh, gentlemen clubs. The owner told the authority that discarded condoms and the sound of people moaning can be signs of simulated sex as opposed to the real thing. So they have a board of licenses. The panel, could, they're trying to decide whether or not to shoot, uh, shut it down. Uh, they had a stripper there, Jada DePina, charged with prostitution. Felony drug charge. Police report described seemed to be sexual intercourse in the back room filled with a six-foot-high cubicle, trash can filled with with, uh, used condoms. The owner said that they've tried to put a little more light in there, a little more visibility, and said many times customers wear condoms under their clothes while aroused. The owner told the license official any moaning is not a definitive evidence of sex. There's a lap dance happening. It's simulated. That's part of the show. They're acting. We hire them as actresses. So any sounds that are coming out, that's just that's just acting. They're simulating it. And same thing with some of the patrons. 
The club does not distribute condoms, and the managers do not tolerate prostitution. So, now this is the wild zebra. So you have that type of story. You have Alorza blowing off the new Providence superintendent. You have, now mark my words, the Senate president is not on board with Mattiello crime family and this cannabis operation. Not on board in any way. A lot of games going back and forth. But the real story is the Rhode Island State Police inspecting the State House dumpster, looking for clues that the Mattiello people were trying to throw things out. So that's a big, big story. Now, folks, I also want to remind you, if you would like to get, if you're a Trump supporter, you can get some of our original Rhode Island magnets at Bory Graphics. I'm holding up on Facebook Live, the Trump Rhode Island 2020. You also have the very, very popular Bory Graphics, one mile from Warwick Mall. Go to my web, B-O-R-I, go to, go to my website, depetro.com. You can uh, see these. You have Trump RI 2020, the impeach Cicilline, as I said. You still have the Ramundo magnets. These make a perfect gift, perfect for your car. Worst governor. Also, the not my, not my governor, not my governor. And then, of course, the very, very popular. I saw one of these yesterday at a red light. Trump rules the road. These are available at Bori, B-R-I, Bori Graphics. Stop by uh, Gary and his staff one mile from Warwick Mall. and get directions and see it uh, if you go to my website, petro.com. He's John D.P. Folks, that's going to do it for this portion of the John DePietro Show. Remember, visit the website, DePietro.com. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter at John DePietro Show. And remember, if you miss any portion of the show, just go to the website, DePietro.com. Click on podcasts, and everything is right there. Stay tuned. John Dion program is next after the news on AM 1380. WNRI and W236CW Woonsocket, 1380 AM and 95.1 FM. <laughs>